take two because DJ fucked it up the first time. But True. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Brian. And Xavier. And Xavier, and we're back to you guys. Coming at you live <laughs> from this, this fucking state-of-the-art studio we have. Live from... Uh, Music City, Antioch, if you want to be a fucking prick about it. Uh, we have a spectacular guest here with us today. Uh, this dude is a huge part of the comedy scene in Nashville right now. He is representing his city of Murfreesboro, hosting open mics twice a week. Well, of course, before this whole craziness happened, which we'll get into. But uh, uh, all around, just a great dude. He's going to start doing more shit all around Nashville when things get back. He hosts a video skit series every Tuesday. How do you describe uh, that? Yeah, no, I just tell bedtime short stories on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bedtime short stories with our homie, Mr. Matt Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. What up? Yay! Oh, Cut to intro oh, music. Put the baby insert here. Matt, what's up, dude? What have you been up to lately, dog? Not shit. I think it's sitting on my ass like most people. Like trying most to create people. content. Trying to create content. Yeah, tap, dude. Tap to your creative state. Like, I'm sitting around just sort of consuming shit. It's like, uh, let me do something that's like, get my brain going, not just being stagnant. Like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I love comedy in general. So, I mean, stand-up yeah. got taken away for a while, so I'm mean, yeah. just do something else. I'll tell stories. Yeah, yeah dude. How, uh... I kind of wanted to, to get into which I was actually going to kind of hold that for later, but That's shit, fine. let's get into it. Um, tell us about kind of like your run at comedy so far, how you got started, when you got started. Kind of give us a, a rundown of Matt Taylor, the comedian, for a second. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, I've always been a fan of stand-up comedy, which I don't know people that aren't. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's fucking people out there that aren't. That's really yeah. sad. They're not living life. <laughs> I've met a few people who are like, not really a fan of comedy in general. I'm like, you don't, you're not a fan of laughing? Like, you don't have a fucking soul? Yeah, you don't enjoy jokes? No, I started stand-up at 30. Because I finally had the balls to do it. Hell yeah. I should start a lot sooner, but I'm glad I started my day because I actually had stories behind me to tell. That yeah. were from, 30, from 20 to 30. What crazy shit that happened. Can we say shit on here? Oh, fucking absolutely. You can right. say whatever you want. Fuck right. Hi, Mom. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've been doing it for it'll be three years on December fifth. That's my birthday. Oh wait, no, it's not. Dude. My birthday's. <laughs> <laughs> Put the water down. <coughs> You've had enough. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. Uh, but yeah, dude, three years in December. Yeah. So like two and two and a half years at this point. That's what's uh. Where, like, where was your first time at? Was it like an open mic type deal? Yeah, my first... Alright, so my first open mic was at this place called The East Room, which is like a dive bar in, in Nashville. Nashville. Okay, yeah. right. And they have an open mic every Tuesday. The first time I went, I was going to sign up, but... Because I thought it'd be easy. And then, like, I see all these people just go up and they're just killing, straight murdering, and I'm like, I can't do that. So I kind of bitched out the first time, then I went back the next week, and I was like, all right, I'm signing up regardless, put my name in there. Probably had a little too much to drink, but I actually had a yeah. decent first one, and then I bombed like the next three. Yeah, that's usually how it goes, man. I, I feel like a lot of guys, like their first time, it's kind of like a beginner's luck thing. Like Because a lot of times I know guys just go up there and tell like a funny story, 
yeah. like, hey, this funny thing happened to me. And, like, they know people will laugh at it because they've told this story to their friends. So, you know, they, they tell this three-minute story. They get a good amount of laughs, and they're like, fuck, that went pretty good. And then they don't realize that, like, you can only tell that story, though, once. Like, if they come yeah. back and they hear that same story, now it's, you know... So you can do it too, you know, you can workshop it for sure, but like eventually you got to start writing like original material, you know what I mean? I yeah. think that's where Yeah, you got to start writing premise setup punchline. That's the tricky part. That works. Yeah. I would say anybody can tell a funny story, you know, for the most Cuz it actually happened, it's easy to tell if it's actually happened. You don't yeah. have to like come up with it. You can like have something happen and figure out a way to explain to her like alright add a little more emphasis on certain parts of the story but original content to come up that's like good and keeps people attention like that's that's a little bit more difficult yeah yeah that's definitely not easy so yeah. so you do well your first time yeah I mean with your first time you put in way more preparation than you would for your second time so you put in I mean what your whole life going into this first mic essentially right. but really yeah. say you practice it for like a month before you agree to go do it but then the next week you're going back and you only have a week span between the last time you did it and this time you don't have any new stuff you just did your golden yeah three to four minutes for one set and now you're screwed <laughs> and you're trying to tell the same stuff and they're just like we already heard it yeah no they say that a lot of, with like musicians too like your debut album that's the album you spend you know 20 yeah. years working on you know mm-hmm. what I mean and then then you get signed, and then they want another album within another year, you know, and it's like, now that creative space gets shrunk down a lot, so, yeah, definitely the pressure, especially with a guy like you, where you're doing it multiple times a week, you know? Yeah, I probably do four or five open mics a week, and then if I do, if I have shows, I do them on the weekends. Yeah, that's, that's like, you're staying busy, dude. Yeah, yeah, I try and do... (coughs) 200 sets a year damn well that consistency is like key to like getting comfortable and getting in the groove of things yeah Yeah, absolutely dude like we talk on this podcast a lot like a lot of it's just finding who you are on stage you know it's yeah uh, because it's hard because you because you can't be who you are right you have to be like some exaggerated entertaining version of yourself because otherwise it's gonna be boring as shit you know, yeah, um, but you can't be fake either. You know, like you can't be somebody you're not. It has to be you, just like a different side, I guess. Yeah, and starting out, you tend to kind of take on whoever your favorite comics are or whoever you watch. You kind of emulate them on stage. Yeah. Before you're just like, you realize it. Like on stage, you're like that sounded exactly like Bill Burr or something. Yeah. He would do, and you're like, oh, I hate that. Yeah. So definitely different taste for different people. Uh, yeah. So how did your second, third, fourth, fifth set go? Uh, second was bomb. Third bomb. Not the bomb though. Like you just bombed. <laughs> Not even a bomb. Just like people were like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Not the direction they wanted. Kind of jokes right yeah. now. Like, yeah. Uh, it was just, it was just bad comedy. Not really <laughs> yeah. Funny, yeah. I mean, it's just working. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. No. And it, the worst part is, at least for me, it was always, you think it's the funniest shit you've ever thought of. And you're like, oh my god, that's good. I bet if I can tell that, I bet if I can tell that in yep. front of a hundred people, I bet eighty-five of those hundred people laugh. And you go say it in front of twelve people, and crickets. Yeah, it's so good. I'll be so happy. On it still happens. I mean, I'll be so happy on the way to a mic. Just doing new material, like, dude. This is about to 
murder. Yeah. Then I get up there and immediately, like after the first line, I'm like, oh no, 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 way back. What? Fuck! Would you tell that? Joke? <laughs> no, sometimes, it. sometimes to me, that is funny because people say a joke and like I'll watch some stand up or go watch a show and someone say something and like and it's funny. Yeah, like, I legitimately think it's funny, but not like laugh out loud. So like people are like smiling at it and they don't get the reaction, but they see people smiling. They're like, they're like, well, I thought it was funny, but like, it is funny, but it's not like holy hell funny, you know? Yeah, like it's just enough for a smile. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, that's the thing, though, is everybody bombs. You know, the best comedians in the world, when they're workshopping new stuff, like... Oh, I look forward to it now. You know, yeah, I, in, in fact, I would rather almost I watch... I look forward to it. Makes me feel alive. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. Like, you know, a lot of those guys still bomb when they're working on new stuff. So that that was kind of always the thing to me is, like, you know, if the best in the world, are, you know, even LeBron James is a bad game every now and again. You know what I mean? Does like, he? it just happens. <laughs> Does he? I don't know. He's, like, yeah. 40 now, so, yeah. Well, I mean, we, my buddies, they went to New York, and they saw Chris Rock running through his new stuff. And, like, off top, he was just like, I'm going to let you guys know this probably isn't going to be funny. I just need to work through it yeah. until it gets funny. And it was for... Tambourine, yeah, the last one, yeah, and they're like, dude, honestly, he did like thirty minutes at an open mic and was just decent. But that's the but thing. Then you watch it on when it's all honed in and he gets it right. Yeah, it's perfect for a special. Well, like, what'd you pay for a ticket at that open mic? You know what I mean? Well, in New York, you probably pay for yeah, yeah, that's true. But still, like twenty bucks maybe to go maybe. see. Yeah, maybe like five bucks, really. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like now, if you spend. 50 to 100 bucks on a ticket and somebody goes up there and you're like and eh, that because they're playing like a theater or whatever yeah. and it's like and eh, decent then i'm like uh yeah that's why you, it's kind of like with artists like yeah musicians like when they get too fucked up and oh ruin a show you're like you guys paid so much money yeah to watch you run your life into the ground on stage yeah. Somebody else. I used to love to watch <laughs> Can that. I name drop shit? <laughs> I'm gonna say Wait. it rhymed with uh, idiots. Most Pallone. <laughs> Most Pallone and yeah, what's his name? Try to do a acoustic set and you can't actually really sing. Uh, you're like, oh man, Auto Tune's yeah. really doing a favor for you in the studio. Not is. past or present. I saw, yeah. I saw Pretty Lights, but I had a seizure on stage one time, and I was just like, oh, oh my this god. Is, and the thing was, like, the big screen was, like, right up on his face, and he's just, like, going back, like, <laughs> passing out on stage. Oh, like, oh, dang. Is anybody else seeing this? Like, surely it's on a giant screen. Yeah. This dude's <laughs> just dying on stage. Dude, like, well, they, they said, uh, like, when Post Malone was just here in Nashville before, again, all the coronavirus shit hit, like, he was, like, falling down, stumbling down, like, on stage. Yeah, I saw like, footage, and he was just, like. He just loves to drink. Well, see, my thing is, like, okay, all the guy, and this is a thing that I've noticed in hip-hop, like, all these guys are talking about is fucking crazy partying, all these drugs, prescription pills, like, all this shit, and then we go see him in concert, and we're like, well, they were fucked up on drugs, that sucks, like, what did you expect, like, him to come out and have an AA meeting on stage? I expect you to have a good time, like, drink a little bit or whatever, but be able to perform, like, if you're a professional, like, you gotta think about, like, dude, people are your fans, give them what they want, like, you can have a good time performing, but, alright, so, for example, I've, I saw MGMT back in, like, 2009 at Bonnery, and I was a really big fan. And that's one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Yeah, you told and I, me that. And I couldn't believe how bad it was. We left, like, four songs in. I was like, I can't believe how bad this is. 
And I told some people about it, and I started hearing about, like, dude, that's, like, how they perform all that time. People are really disappointed in their shit. But, like, Man, studio, 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 like, amazing. Because yeah. they have a million takes, probably. But, I guess that's a good lesson. Like, if you're going to do something in entertainment, be professional. Yeah. Like, if you want to get fucked yeah. up, do it on your own accord, but the stage is for the audience. Yeah, well, like, responsibly kinda fucked like, up. It's kind of like we said, though, like, you know, you got to remember what are people paying for tickets. Like, if I'm playing at some dive bar... You know, whatever. Yeah, I'm probably gonna get a little bit drunk. But like again, if you know, if you're playing at, you know, an arena or whatever, you got again, like you just gotta know that some of those people paid four or five hundred bucks to be, you know, front row to see you, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, you definitely gotta put on a show. But that's the thing. Like, I don't like to drink on the floor. Just because like anything that happens, yeah, anything that happens, whether it's me bombing or me doing well. I want to feel like every bit of it sober, yeah. and then, and then get drunk when you bomb. Like, oh, <laughs> or when I do well, it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm drinking yeah. afterwards. As soon as I'm done, I'll go grab a drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always said, win or lose, we still booze. That's right. Yeah. 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 Same thing in comedy, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. So, uh, like, walk me through kind of some of your milestones because you say you've been out for like two and a half years. Um, like, what was kind of that first milestone? Was that like hosting? Your own open mic, Liquid Smoke, right? Yeah. Or what kind of happened leading up to that? Any yeah, cool features or anything? That was the first year, to see. Probably, what, September? And I started in December, so almost a year in. Uh, and that's just thanks. I got to give a lot of credit to Nick Bush because he's yeah. like my road partner. You know, always yeah, Nick good, Bush so. works his ass off too, dude. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, a professor. he's a great dude, but he. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Good English professor. Dude, yeah, that's one of the hardest classes I've ever had. No, that's actually what I was gonna He's say at the public, beginning, dude. Yeah. Like, an English professor, college English professor, and a comedian. Like yeah. I think, just yeah. uh, you know, and I can't get out to the shows as much as I used to, and I'd like to. And that's something where, like, once this whole shit gets, like, I'm definitely uh, go to more shows. But like you and Nick Bush, for sure, as far as like Middle Tennessee comedy goes, definitely like two of the hardest working dudes. Like you guys are the guys I see. Every I'm almost shocked yeah. when when I go to a set that you're doing and Nick Bush isn't there. You know what I mean? And usually yeah. he is there even if he's not performing, and he's still just yeah. like checking shit out. That's dude. a huge part. So I guess we'll get back to like. Uh, so I started what December fifth. Whatever. Not my birthday. Was. Yeah, on your birthday. And, uh, <laughs> and I got my first show. At Third Coast Comedy Club, one of the comics booked me. Damn. Probably like a few months in, like three months in, maybe. Yeah. Nashville again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, by Marathon, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like a okay. day show, like in the middle of the day, like 3 p.m. On a weekend or weekday? On a Saturday. Okay. They just got like uh, the lunch crowd. Yeah, it was a good crowd. All right. And it was clean. Um, the first time I got zanies was. Showcase, and that was I didn't get Zanies my first year. That was like kind of a goal I had. Yeah. But then I ended up getting Zanies three times in my second year. Hey, there you go. So, nice. Or no, four times. Yeah, because I did two showcases and two uh, clean, like Dusty Slay's show. I did. Which yeah. Was probably the biggest thing I've done yet. You know, him asking me to do a show was awesome. I was looking at my phone. I was like. Dusty Slay, what's up? <laughs> there you go, dude. Uh, what's like your favorite venue to perform in Nashville so far? Is it Zanies? Yeah, hands down. 
What it's you my like favorite it? place yet. Yeah, what do you like about it? Uh, it's just an old-fashioned comedy club. Everybody's sitting close together. The vibe in there is amazing. Like, I mean, Third Coast Comedy Club's great, too, but it's tiny compared to that. I mean, Zany sits probably 300, 400 people. Yeah. And Third Coast sits... Like a third of that. I've been there before. Yeah, maybe a hundred. Yeah. So... I mean, shit, either way, yeah. Yeah. There's, um... I've done theaters for good. Yeah. There's one day, uh... I went to go see... It's happened all the same day. I went to go see, like, a... It's, like... Yellow Wolf and a bunch of, like, people were performing. Like, it was almost like a festival. There's, like... Four... American... Yeah, yeah. There's, like, four or five, like, artists... Or whatever groups playing. And while we were waiting, this giant line to get in there, like, there was, um... Third Coast is doing this thing where it's like uh, they're trying to set the world record for like the longest going yeah. stand up comedy thing, and they're like literally yeah. sign up and walk up there and say wherever you want. It doesn't matter if you have any experience or not. Yeah. So we that can get dangerous. We went we went in there we went in there and like we've been we'd been partying basically and just drinking all day, just staying on that side of town. We went in there and just watched people just go for it and like. There's some there's some good people up there just like going for stuff and like Caleb was like, do you think I could go up there just like ask me like would you go and I'm like dude no like I'm here to watch it like I'm not trying to do stand up comedy like no yeah, but it was really cool to like witness that and they they broke the world record I'm pretty sure for like the longest going like it was all day all night for like a couple of days people were just like hey keep them going nonstop yeah DJ Buckley and Chad Ryden started that and they did it I think three years in a row the first year they broke the record. Blew past it. Then the next few years, they were just breaking their own record. Yeah, and I mean it was nuts, eight days of. I could be missed. Yeah, no, it was a long. Like it was a lot. Non-stop comedy. Yeah. So comics are just like sleeping up in like the upstairs area, the east room. Cause oh I had god! It, they also had it third coast. Yeah, they were going for it. Uh, yeah, I mean people are coming in at two a.m., three a.m., four a.m., five a.m. before they go to work to do sets. <laughs> That's nuts. Like, come help us out. Like, we need this thing to keep going. They did that. The last year they did that was right before I started. So you had to do, like, a telethon just to get enough people to fucking sign up. Dude, that'd be nuts. Dude, yeah, you just have comics. Like, Nick did it. Nick, uh, he said by the, like, he had gone up so much by the end, he was just doing magic tricks. (laughs) Pick a card. Fuck it. Pick a card. No. Alright, like, I don't know what else to do at this point. Dude, whatever so. works, man. Or yeah. whatever doesn't. You know, at that point, fuck it. Just get somebody up there, you know? Yeah, I think you... There's... Like, you had... You couldn't stop. So, like, you had to, like, have a host come back and bring you up. Or whoever up next. Yeah. And then by that time you had... To, and there were people, like, dropping out. So, in the middle of somebody's set, they just be like, keep going. You have to keep going before we can get somebody else up here. So, you go up there to do... Just talk. Ten minutes. You have to do an hour. Oh, you know God. I mean? It's horrifying. Yeah, dude. Imagine hosting that, too. Telling jokes and trying to text people, like, please come help. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine that, dude. Um, okay, any, uh, like, what do you got planned? Near future? After the apocalypse. That, post-apocalyptic yeah, plans. Uh, man, we'll get Liquid Smoke started back. Uh, Smokes and Jokes. It's the first Monday. Uh, of every month at Liquid Smoke. I think it starts at 8.30ish. probably know what time it starts. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a comedy show. It's a showcase, but we also have bucket spots for people that want to try like 
to do comedy at a book show. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the crowd there is phenomenal. Like, that's not just because it's my show, but it's definitely one of the more fun shows in Middle Tennessee. Oh, shit. Yeah. I wonder if the mic just picked up that thunder. Oh, it definitely did. You just brought that shit. I brought the heat, man. He's manifesting that. It's happening. I wonder, dude, if you guys didn't hear that, like halfway on Matt's way over here, we had him chauffeured over here, um, picked him up in the excursion. Um, <laughs> uh, just dropped him off. Do, do you know you made it when you have uh, model chicks go pick up your guests and, and bring them? Yeah, to the yeah, show? yeah. Oh, yeah. Sydney thinks Sydney's the best. Yeah, like, she's she's, the, she's excellent, amazing. Dude, but that's what people, you know, that's what keeps you know high profile guests such as Matt. Yeah, Keep it was requesting. crazy. I did yeah, not expect yeah, to be picked up in excursion limousine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that costs us a lot. Like, dude, we got you, yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't even know where else. Horrible drivers. Oh, but yeah, They're no. Look great. She yeah, yeah look great. Oh, yeah. But no, so halfway through Matt's trip here, it just started like totally shitting yeah. on us, like thunder, like twister tornado shit. Zero to to like forty in like two seconds. There was there's shingles going coming off the houses across the street. Yeah, Bab said like. Basketball goal or something when yeah. just like slung across the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big ass tree and that neighbor's yard split in half now. Yeah, That's I go to school kids. I go to school kids on that basketball hoop like three times a week. So I got How old are they though? Like seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, they put it at a seven foot rim. So I just go reverse dunk on them. Nice. And, and, uh, their dads get pissed. But uh, they don't want that. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Mr. Johnson is not too. a fan of you, dude. Dude, I don't even care. I gotta stay in shape because because if not, then you know, I, you know, I gotta keep living out my glory days because then I just then I'm getting old at that. Yeah, point. yeah, for sure. If I if I lose my fucking crossover, dude, then I'm just an old piece of shit at that point. But uh, use the ball. No, dude, not at all. <laughs> I'm a white kid that grew up in a cornfield. Yeah, I stopped playing after I got done with all. I was like eight. I was like, fuck yeah, this shit. Not fun, I'm a good skate. But no, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. I'm good against second graders, though. Um, but, uh, graders. yeah. Really, but you get it. Uh, okay, so one question. That, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what, dude? All right. Uh, DJ, we're going to have to edit that out. Uh, put a marker here to edit that. No, uh, I think I clarified no, it. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. No, yeah, yeah it's all good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, good for sure. Jokes. Jokes. Don't cancel us. Please don't cancel us. Dude, we got... We're up to a hundred thousand subscribers every week now. Oh, so wow. if we get like honestly, bro, the nice thing about it is we're almost too big to get canceled at this point because yeah, everybody, yeah. it's all money machine. Is this not America? Be. I thought we had free speech. Thank uh, you. Exactly. It's starting to you know revert back to you know before we had free speech, yeah. or whatever. But I mean, <laughs> it's all good. We get we're, the fan base is run by the people, so it's whatever they want. Um, majority democracy into the one thing we're trying to steer away from that's all right no worries about it what do you think uh uh, because i've heard a few other uh comics talk about it like what do you think you know because you kind of got into comedy you know what in 2018 like that's kind of like the me too movements going on right and like things in comedy start to get really touchy so like was that different for you like you like you had to come in knowing that you like had to be super clean no, I mean, you, I think as a, I don't know, I think as a comic, it's kind of your job to push the boundaries of what you can and can't talk about. Obviously, there's things you know you can't, 
Well, there's just tacky right. shit that's played out at this point. Yeah, and it's, yeah, honestly, it's hack. Yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, people are like, oh, I can't say this or that anymore, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, there's a lot of stuff. You know, like, times have changed. Like, Eddie Murphy's Raw would not be allowed in any venue these days. You know, like, is it, was it funny back then? Yeah. Is it funny no. now? Yeah, it's still funny, but <laughs> it's, I mean, honestly. So you're not going to post on your Facebook. The sensitivity is gone. I mean, talk about Mr. T, you know, yeah. and stuff like that, but... It's like M&M's first couple yeah, you albums. Just, like, you could not do that. People are talking the way comedy evolves, or you get left behind, and you become a bitter comic. Yeah. Like, if no, you're funny, true. you'll make shit funny. Yeah, and it, so. it, it, I think my thing is, like, it's got to be creative. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to go up on stage and talk about black people eating watermelon or Asians can't drive or something like that like I said like that shit or white people being so, racist yeah 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 you know what I mean like that shit's just like I feel like it's so Wait, like what? it's there's no don't thought. Worry, don't worry. <laughs> uh, I don't know dude it's just there's no thought into it dude it's not like 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 you said it's not pushing that envelope it's yeah. reverting back to something from and decades ago you the know? only way to be able to do that is to, to approach it from an angle that nobody has approached it from and not even, there's well, certain types you can't be like, I don't know. Here we go. We'll just get right Did you see the Leah's new stand up? What do you think? What do you think about the black guy crossing the street? That's exactly what I was thinking about. The crosswalk. The face and shit. The crosswalk, like. <laughs> but again, like, that's my thing, though, is like, that's something you've never heard before. <coughs> Nobody's made Nobody's a joke before about how black it is. But it's something straight up, and don't mean to be racist, we can all relate to it. You yeah, know? Dude. It's like we've all seen... Even black people are like, ah, yeah, we could walk a little bit faster. You know what I mean? Xavier, yeah. my wrong shit. said you lined all of them up in the crosswalk, and they all cross. <laughs> <laughs> they all cross. You know who's getting the other side last. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. Um, but anyway, so what were you saying about the... Oh, like, uh, how stereotyping is, we can all agree, is a bad thing. Yeah. But somehow you... Tend to can still tend to do it even though you don't want to like. It's because like we grow up and these things are kind of ingrained into the way that we know things. You know, like it's almost yeah. com- stereotypes are almost comical anyway. Yeah, I think they're very comical. Yeah, like they're already like white men can't jump, black people are fast, things like that. Yeah, black people got big dicks. Like that's a stereotype. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, yeah, Take yeah, that one yeah. away. Like if you don't want stereotypes, then you gotta get rid of that one. True. Sure, that's yeah. a good stereotype. Positive stereotypes are what are needed but, in society these days. So I was driving to work the other day, and this uh, car starts creeping out on a side road. And it looks like they're about to pull out in front of me, but I see the lady, like, staring at me. Oh, that's good. So I start getting closer, and I see that it's an Asian lady. And I didn't want to, like... You can't. I didn't want to stereotype her, but I just kind of took my foot off the gas and moved it to the brake. And as soon as I did, she just looks at me, looks the other way, and pulls out right in front of me. So, if I hadn't stereotyped her, we both. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so stereotype is saving lives. lives. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, and it was just that small little <laughs> thought where I was like, oh, I just want to move my foot over. And it might not even have been that, but it was just funny that she was an Asian yeah. lady. It might have been that, like, in me, I was like, I don't think she's really seeing me, and just kind of moved my yeah. foot over, and she pulled out, I slammed on my brakes, barely missed her, she takes off, and I'm like, God, if I had not, <laughs> I could stereotype that lady, then yeah. we'd both be dead. 
Yep. Yeah, Stereotyping dude. saved her life. I actually learned, so I studied like American comedy in college a little bit. I took like ah, a few elective cool classes. Dude, take. honestly, my favorite, I took like three or four of them. It was really? so fun. Oh, dude, it was so fun. American comedy? Um, yeah, dude. Class? Like, yeah, dude. It was very interesting. But with, with like, honestly, the truth is, or I guess, I don't know, in a lot of cases, like stereotypes are bred a lot of times in facts, at least from somebody's perception, right? But, like, it's Everything. just an exaggerated, you know, misled kind of version, I guess, of it. Yeah. You know? I still don't understand, I guess we aren't supposed to always, where the black people like watermelon thing. Everybody Honestly, likes watermelon. White people eat I, way more watermelon. Everybody like, likes fried chicken. I feel like... That's uh, not a black thing. I feel like, like Popeyes, fuck you. All right, so for the whole watermelon thing, I kind of feel like it's one of those things like, all right, chitlins, all right? You know what, this, you know what those are? Yeah, well, right. Yeah. Chitlins exist because the slave masters would give yeah. the slaves whatever they don't eat, and uh, so slaves started making. Hey, well, we got pig's feet and chitlins. Yeah. So they well, eat the rest yeah. of the pig, and they give the slaves the rest yeah. of the food, and that's why it's a thing. And then it started becoming like a tradition within like African American families. The watermelon thing, I don't really know. Maybe the same thing. They're you like, can honestly, you guys can have this fruit. I don't know. Like this is the or, most abundant fruit. Or just like yeah, or a, a lot of it. Or someone came up with slow. that and it became it, it went into like the pop culture back when they used to do like blackface and like they're like oh yeah, we're yeah, just making yeah. me watermelon I'm like I don't know like I have no idea like eighteen hundreds through like nineteen twenty no like, idea but we made the best fried chicken back in the day I guess and they're like still right, taking a recipe you still KFC I mean look at Prince's uh, oh. I don't really know Prince's hey, hot Curry chicken shout out Prince's hot I, chicken dude. Dude. People were so surprised when the colonel, or I remember, uh, no, when people weren't surprised. People weren't surprised whenever uh, Papa John's said the N word at the yeah. uh, oh, yeah. conference call, and he was like, "I'm not the only one." He's like, uh, "The guy, Colonel Sanders, he said it." And I'm like, "Look at him. He looks like a plantation owner." Nobody's surprised that he said it. And it's a fictional character. Yeah, well, they were the, the actor guy. that yeah. uh, John okay, Goodman. Gotcha. So that's why they got yeah, Norm McDonald and everybody played him for a minute. Uh, well, well, that's why Ronald McDonald got cut, yeah, because he was a racist. Wait, so is every like food uh, mascot racist? Should we look into all that? all the ones from the eighties and nineties are? It's is like is a, Wendy uh, though. No, but DJ, can you Google this? Dave Thomas. Google, I guarantee um, Dave Thomas did. I shouldn't say that. He's not lying. What do we Google? Yeah. Google uh, racist fast food chain mascots. And just did the Burger King up. say the N-word? <laughs> you know, I don't know if you want that on your search history. but It's okay. I'll protect you, bro. That's all right. I yeah. got you. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool. You're good with Wakanda, bro. Yeah. I have black friends, so it's fine. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. One one thing I was like too to to talk to comics about or hear comics talk about is, uh, what's uh, like one joke for you that you think is funny as shit? It's like one of your favorite jokes, but like always bombs, but you keep fucking using it because you like it. That's a good question. Without diving, in, I don't want you to expose any of your your new shit or, you know. But give me the premise of it. Um. Oh, I know which one it is. Dude, it always bombs. And I, it's such a clever joke. So, it's, uh, I'll just tell the joke on here because it bombs. Okay. Because I don't use Fuck it. it. So, it's, uh. This whole podcast kind of bombs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you got 100,000 subscribers. Dude, 100,000. They don't like it. They just, but they keep yeah. coming back for more. Yeah. So, the 
joke is I recently bought some new shoes. The lady at the shoe store told me they were Tom's, but I'm pretty sure I bought them, so they're mine now. And that joke's bombs. Yes. And what? Like, and they're like, oh, that does decent, but that does not where it stops. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I decided to go with this brand because apparently for every pair that you purchase, they donate a pair to a kid in another country. So I was like, finally, the kids that make these shoes get to wear them. Okay, yeah, I think I have heard yeah, that. Yeah, and, and that's when people like, I oh. think actually, I think you said that on stage one time at like an open mic or something, and I was the only person in the fucking room that <laughs> <Yeah>. left. <laughs> I like, finally, so I was like, so I like to imagine that right about now, somewhere, and I used, uh, don't even say anymore, but like somewhere in China, and people like, you pull back, and it's like, that's not racist, that's just geographically accurate, that's yeah, it. It's a fact. So... Stereotypical, maybe a yeah. little bit. Some guy's boss from is walking, or some kid's boss is walking up to him, and he's like, "Hey there, slugger." Like I don't know. Like <laughs> I was like, "You see that pair of shoes you're making right now? Why don't you go ahead and keep them?" <laughs> like that's it. I was like, the thing is, like I bought a pair of Toms, hated them, didn't like them when I got home, and returned them. <laughs> so. <laughs> So then I'm like, I'd like to imagine that right about now, <laughs> there's that some same kid in kid's Ethiopia. Like, hey there, sport. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need those shoes back. <laughs> so like, it never goes good. You remember our cancellation uh, policy, bud? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, hey. those do look good on you. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna need them back. Hey, I, I know the five oh, mile. Oh yeah, that walk. is your only pair. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I know the five mile walk to the to the well to get water every morning yeah. and afternoon is a long one. I, I, this may make it a little bit more difficult. I mean, but, the calluses uh, on your feet are basically souls anyway. <laughs> just hey, just keep working hard, believing, buddy. You'll get those shoes. I'm gonna bring that joke back. Shot away from that joke, but I do want to bring it back. Hey, you just gotta keep. Honestly, I gotta tell it more confidence because once it started bombing, I was like, yeah, pulling back. Yeah, I was like, they're not you gotta gonna like this. Just dive into it, dude. And <laughs> honestly, dude, I'm a firm believer of like, if you have a solid premise for a joke, if you workshop it long enough, and do different tags and different mm-hmm. setups and shit, do, do fucking different punchlines, like, eventually you can craft something decent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can make jokes about anything. You know what I mean? Another Except for like transgender people, but that's a Chappelle one, I guess. Oh, where I say the R word, but it's not like saying it maliciously. It's uh, you say like I have a friend that's like mentally retarded or like. No, I mean I just say retard straight up. Is that allowed on this one? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it is now. It's been people. said. Actually, we're raw and uncut I'm the here. here. I don't like the word, but I'm just trying to get the context of like what your context is on stage, yeah. so that our eighty thousand listeners don't yeah, hear so me. Like, oh, Matt, yeah, dude. Yeah. No. So the joke is that like it's out of date. Like the guy, this guy walks in and like it's about me, like basically profiling somebody, and I was like, and he's wearing you know Sean John jeans and an and one T-shirt. People pull back, and I'm like, before I pull back, I'm just saying his sense of fashion was super fucking outdated. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's, it was Sean John and Fubu was what okay. it was. And okay. I was like, the last or I was like, uh, Sean John ain't been popping since P Diddy went by Puff Daddy. <laughs> I was like, the last time Fubu was cool, so was the word retard. Oh, so we've okay. come a long way. Yeah. Is what I say. Okay. 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 So yeah. okay, you're flirting with that line there yeah. a little bit. It's but, perfect uh, though, like. But it's like the word's not cool anymore. Yeah. It's not yeah. acceptable. 
So I can say like the last time the next the last time Fubu was accepted yeah. in public, so was the word. Yeah. Dude, but that makes sense. And, and my thing is too, like if nothing else, it starts a conversation. People hear you tell that joke, and on their drive home, they're like, even if they're like, "Hey, that's kind of fucked up with that guy said." Yeah. They're at least having a conversation about like, "Oh no, he's saying it's not okay to say anymore," and it's like, mm-hmm. we're talking through. And I think honestly, that's like a main role that comedy plays in general. I I really like, all right, when someone says something super offensive in comedy, if it's clever, honestly, if it's really really offensive, but it's clever, I'm like. That's funny. Cause if you say something that's just like offensive, and it's like not funny at all, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. all right, well, it's it's like there's the, no creativity in that. I don't, I don't care about it. anyone can do that. When yeah. you, it's like kind of like in rap music, like if someone's talking about like the same like I got all this money, I got all these cars, but they say something really clever to describe how rich they are and how they purchase something. I'm like, all right, that's slick. Like I can respect the artistry to that. Same, same thing with with stand up comedy. Yeah. If you go on stage and just cuss a bunch, doesn't make it funny. But if you use those cuss words in like a, you know, the right context with something like clever, you're like, oh, that's that's great. Who's the who's the filthiest comic you've ever heard? Anthony Jessalyn. Open mic. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, filthiest comic like that you've you like that you've seen live like. Not like famous guy, but like oh, uh, probably Louis C.K. Oh, not famous. Yeah, 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 like somebody you saw like an open mic in Nashville that was just like dropping C bombs. Like what's that one kid's name with the long hair? Like Shane. Is it Shane? No. No. It used to be Shane, but uh, it's probably Sam Piro. Yeah. Is it good or just filthy? It's called the Unibomb. It's not filthy. It's just like, why are you saying these things? But then it's also like keep saying these things. What you said, the Unibomber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam oh, cracks fuck. me up, dude. He might be autistic. We don't know. <laughs> Aren't we, we all? But yeah, he's... And the thing is, is no. he's, he started out very brash, and he would say things, people like, whoa, buddy. Yeah. And, like, he kind of dials it back, but now he's making these things funnier. So you see it become more acceptable with what he's saying on stage. Because yeah, yeah. it's one of those rules, like, if it's funny, somehow it's allowed. Yeah. It's like a loophole. Yeah, if it's funny, say it. But it's probably him, Sam Piero, the goddamn hero. That's what they call him. He's the hero we all need. Yeah, dude, because it makes everybody else look better. Like, yeah, but also he's up there saying, like, I could never say that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why he's saying that. Well, because, like... He's the freedom of speech hero in the Nashville scene. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> he has no clue. He, he's leading millions. Yeah, very uh, good. But Shane um, was another one where uh, Shane, I don't want to tell one of his jokes. No, I'm not going to. But he has he has one of my favorite jokes, and it's and it can piss people off. But anybody, very have fun. you ever had he anybody walk out on you on because me? of like an offensive yes. thing? I uh, at at, lit, at one of our first smokes and jokes, I was telling a joke about a one night stand, and. Uh, it was a, a pretty strong feminist. She got mad about me saying, like, about the girl talking about a one night stand. Me. Oh. I was like, Sh- I'm just saying what happened. And the girl like, tried to fish you. Women, yeah, she tried to fish. Like the joke is, the, the way she went to it was, she started with like one, and I was like, it's not gonna work. And then she went two, and I was like. And I'm not. She's like trying to push. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with it. I don't want to do yeah. that anymore. I'm good. She's like still trying. Like, All right, this is over. 
it was a one night stand. I went to her house from we got drunk at a uh, whiskey dicks, and good decision. Go back to her house. I remember pulling up, and this chick lived in a mansion. So I'm like. Okay. Lay it down right. You know, like, yeah. this could be the law. I might not pull it up. <laughs> yeah. So we get up there, and she just ends up being like a total freak. It's the first time I ever do 69, which I thought would be cool, and then I did it, not a fan. Yeah, it's, it's not the worst thing ever. To be. Yeah. Yeah, the whole time my nose was just buried in her butthole. Yeah. We just left the dance hall, so. Oh, okay. And, uh, that makes sense. Plus, I was on top. I don't know if that makes it. <laughs> <laughs> She's but, like uh, she's like trying to throb out the same word. Like, yeah. Ah. She ends up trying to she, trying to fist me, but I let her get one up there, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, uh, <laughs> just one fist. And I was like, no, nah. I let her get one fist. And she tried to go two fists, and I was like, this isn't a boxing class. So. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I try, I try to leave, and like I'm making my way downstairs, and I get to the bottom, and her dad is on the computer in their kitchen downstairs. Daddy. And I was like, that's why this. <laughs> house is so nice it's not hers yeah and she's he 16 just, and he like literally just like looking at me coming down the stairs and i'm just like hey nice to meet you my name's matt and i stick my hand out and he looks at it and looks back up at me he's like that's what she got mad about she looks at it with her finger. i was like yeah you probably don't want to shake it because finger bangs your daughter <laughs> that's what i say on stage i didn't say it to him she got mad at and finger bang oh yeah no of course of and she's just like, oh, you can hear the crowd. Oh. I'm like, what is going on right At now? At Finger Bang? I'm just telling a story. South yeah. Park did like half an episode it's where they comedy. sang a song about it. I even like tried to pop, but anyway, like I ended up leaving and I get the uh, the girl's name wrong to her father. I try to act like I'm a friend. Like, I'm really good friends with Kelly. Uh, I'm just dropping her off, make sure she got home safe. I'm going to leave now. And he like, I can't unlock the door because I keep locking myself in while I'm trying to lock the mm-hmm. top and the bottom at the same time. And he has to come over and open the door for me. And I swings the door open. He goes, by the way, her name's Lindsay. Get the fuck out of my house. And I'm just like, oh, okay. How much of that story is true? 100%? 90%? 90% Jesus Christ. I, 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 bet, I remember you telling that joke, and I laughed my ass off. I was like, yeah. dude, that is... The only part that's not true in that story is it wasn't. Oh. It was a regular house, but I feel like if I'm making a mention that makes it seem more. And you didn't likely. say finger the expectations bang. for what's no. going. And you didn't say finger bang, or did you say that to her dad? No, no, I didn't oh, say finger oh, bang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I say I was because I like he looks at looks back at me and just shakes his head. I'm like, and I'm on stage. I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. He probably don't want to shake the hand of the man who just finger bang. <laughs> and she's just like, ugh, <laughs> That's what guys. Really, guys? And she's like looking at her face like, really, guys? That's really. That's. I'm, and I'm still like trying to tell the joke. I'm like. That's where you just gotta drop the. Uh, that's where we're drawing the line at, cunt, and just like really just get her to stomp out. I don't know if I can say a c word on it. Oh, fuck it, just did. Um, <laughs> that's always what, dude. Because that's my thing is like, especially if you're going to like a grimy open mic somewhere. If you're an easily offended person, please get up out of your chair and walk out. But of the one room. thing, the problem is I look. Like somebody, like I don't look innocent on stage, you know. Like in the way that my you look like a is, bad boy for sure, dude. The leather jacket, jacket. I looked, yeah. Like I wear yeah, leather dude. jackets. I mean, the know, full I, leather bodysuit. Yes, yeah. And uh, yeah, dude. And I'm I'm always smoking on stage. And uh, but like she, 
was like a very, I don't want to say like she looked like the head of the feminist community. Yeah. A like, real Karen type, yeah. She had better hair than me, but not much longer. Yeah. Because your hair is like, you got some get. flow, dude. But like it's it's sexy. Yeah. It's like so to have better like hair a, than you, saying so. I look like Joe Rogan if he started a book club instead of a podcast. Fair enough. I was talking to Xavier the other day about how I think you look like David Cross, and he said no. Fuck off, dude. That's, that's, a, no, that's a real thing, dude. I was, I like, was like, you can't, you, you can not like it, but you can't deny it. No, no, no. I guess there's like similarities, but it's, it, I don't think you look like him. Dude, like I don't think David Cross. Like him, dude, this one time, that's funny. You said this uh, girl afterwards after I did a set and I killed. She comes up and says. You remind me of like David Cross and uh, what's his name? Chris Rock. No, Strong Hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a singer from Scary Movie too. Yeah, yeah. like what's his name? I don't know his actual. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Strong, strong Hand. Uh, strong. But she was like, <laughs> dude. Chris yeah, in the Chris no, in the comments on Chris this Elliot. episode, I'm putting a picture of Chris David Elliot? Cross and yeah. your and your profile picture, and I'm we're gonna have oh, our I've viewers. I, we're gonna, where was it? When we were doing the... Yeah, on your Facebook. That's where yeah. it came from. I was like, shit, dude. Because I was uh, like, who did... Because I was Chris trying to think Elliot. of... Chris <laughs> Elliott. Yeah, Chris yeah this lady goes... She comes up afterwards and she's like, you were so funny. She's like, you remind me of like David Cross, a mix between David Cross and Chris Elliott. And like both astounding comedians. Like but Chris Elliott and about. David Cross is awesome. Yeah. Stand up, so I'm like, damn, thank you. Yeah, and she goes, she like yells at her friends, Hey, doesn't he look just like a David Cross Chris Elliott mix? I'm like, Oh, that's totally different. I'm like, fuck you, lady, <laughs> especially because clearly the only comedy movie she's ever seen is Scary Movie, too. Yeah, I was like, So you're telling me I look like the, the, the handicapped dude and the guy or the and the guy in the wheelchair, yeah. Like, if they somehow <laughs> fucked and had a baby, then that's the outcome of his name. Both shot their sperm in a disabled woman and came out with a baby. Yeah, this guy. Uh, or if there was some kind of, like, junior yeah. mishap. Have you ever yeah, had... Remember that movie? With Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's pregnant? Dan DeVito? Yeah. I've actually never seen it, but I know what it is. I've never even I seen think, it. I think I saw... Actually, I think I saw the end where, like, he has the baby. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll just yeah, dude. Yeah, that's how the baby came out. Yup. Yikes. Mm-hmm. That sounds scary. Yeah, I can do the bond. <laughs> do you do impressions? Uh, kinda ish. No. Not really. Ah, uh, yeah, I try. I used to bomb my Cat Williams impression. Oh man. I think I heard that bit. Yeah. I haven't done that one forever either. That was hard. Can I do his Yeah, if it either it would go well or it wouldn't go well. From the get go, and I would keep doing the impression as people weren't laughing. Just totally lost them already. Yeah, I'm like I have and to just like, finish fuck it. it. Yeah, so I'm like, I'll get them at the end. You ever just yeah. stop a joke like midway in, like you're halfway through your setup, and and they're just you no, know they're I not with have. you, and you're just like, yeah, that would be funny. Dude. Where you're just like, I don't want to tell the rest of this joke. You know I what? Like fuck it. That I can could already be a tell you guys are with me. Next joke. <laughs> like fuck you guys. I'm sure that happens, but I've never never seen that happen. You could actually make that, I think, like a setup for that where, like, the joke is you give up telling on the joke. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I really like these, uh... I really need to bring that new shoes joke back. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta make it work. Yeah. When you brought it up, I was like, 
God, I gotta make that just keep work. working on your bedtime stories have been yeah yeah dude actually. let's talk I, about I really enjoy that so okay actually no I want to talk about um the episode because I have a rebuttal to your story of the episode where you that you're like your second episode where we're talking about you bombing dude. yeah um which first off dude if that was like a year and a half two years into your comedy career and that was your worst bomb that was under a year that dude then you're doing something incredibly right dude because honestly. Like you said, like for that type of setup, like you handled it like a pro, dude. Like so, I think a lot of guys honestly would have been like, "Yeah, fuck, hey, I'm not doing this." You could yeah. like people were talking over your set the whole time. Like people didn't oh, yeah. shut up at I didn't all. Give a fuck what was yeah. going on. Like not just like yelling. I'm just like being telling the jokes louder, thinking that that's gonna get their attention. Yeah, no. It's just like they don't want to hear you. Because it was like a it was like a, a metal rock concert, wasn't it? Yeah, and they didn't put. That there was gonna be comedy anywhere on the flyer. Well, you so, just had dudes with like leather chaps, like biker vests and shit. No. Like they don't want to hear some scrawny white kid tell jokes. Like they're <laughs> there to drink beer and fucking. Dude, I think I, I, I <coughs> them off from the get go for the ones that were listening. Cause I was like, oh, you guys, I didn't tell that in the story, but where I was like, uh, what did I say? I was like, oh, you guys. uh came for music and now you're getting comedy. Like, that's like paying good money for sex and still getting herpes. <laughs> like, somebody yeah. in the front goes, oh. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> this is going to go well. Yeah, but no, that's a hard gig, dude. It's like, it's almost like doing like a corporate event almost. Yeah. You're in the story because you were going to told a dude yeah, dude, okay, so well, that was my I perspective. That. So yeah. I was, that was like a Friday, Saturday night, so I was drinking Jack and Coke. I was getting pretty drunk. Yes. And this dude, all right, there's these two guys in his booth. It's me, my wife, um, probably you, and a couple other people. And then, like, these two guys I didn't know in a booth. There's, like, no seating, sold-out crowd for Matt Taylor. Um, so we, like, had to share a booth with these two guys. These two guys would not, they're the two people that, like, just like everybody else, like, would not shut the fuck up your whole set. Yeah. And then, like, three, four, I'm, like, getting pissed because these guys won't shut the fuck up. And everybody at our booth is, like, intentionally, like, focused on you trying to, like, get people to shut the fuck up. So, anyway, like, three quarters through your set. These guys are fucking losers, dude. Like, I don't even know what the fuck they were talking about. But, like, three-quarters of the way through your set, they're like, oh, do you guys really think this guy's funny? And I'm just like, I'm, like, drunk at this point, but I'm like, dude, fuck you. Like, you haven't even been listening at all. Like, that would be like yeah. if I put on a TV show, sit here and, like, fuck around on my phone the whole time, and then, like, 20 minutes in be like, yeah, this show sucks. Like, what the time. fuck, dude? Like, that's just payback, right? That's but, like, dude, but, like, <laughs> like, honestly, dude, if, if they would have actually been paying attention and been like, yeah, this guy isn't that funny, I would have been like, oh, man, like, what do you not, like, like about, you know, Which we could have a conversation. didn't you like? But it's like, yeah, dude. All like, of them. Yeah, but it's like, and that's, dude, like I said, I'm usually not, like, confrontational like that, but after a few drinks, I was like, and I straight up was told him, I was like, dude, you haven't been listening the whole time. Like, how can you even form an opinion on that? I was like, honestly, this guy's one of the hardest working and, like, funniest guys in Murphy's bro. And that's when he was like, oh, yeah, like, that's not saying a whole lot. And I was just like, dude, fuck <laughs> you, dude. dude. so good, though. You yeah. work, like, 30 hours that for, dude. like, fucking seven fifty an hour, like, pushing shopping carts somewhere. Fuck you. Like, you could never even, 
attempt to do what this guy is doing. Maybe he could, though, because that dude clapped back with shit that was funnier than anything <laughs> said on But, see, no, I think that was a different guy than the guy I was sitting with. Because there was a guy up front. Because I was kind of yes. sitting in the back, and there was yeah, a guy up front that was kind of heckling you, yeah. Yeah, he's like the funniest dude in Murfreesboro. He's just like, that's not really saying much. Yeah, I was just like, fuck yeah, you, though, dude. Good. It's it's one of those where it's like, if you... You need to open for me. <laughs> Here's a mic, bro. Finish. It's like a set. Of water, dude. Um, dude, 30 minutes on the spot, though. A 30-minute set. Yeah. From start to finish. And honestly, the thing that sucked is your set was pretty solid, I thought. Yeah. It was um, good. That's your first 30-minute set, right? The funny thing is, is the... Oh, I didn't tell that in the story either. When I went to Campus Pub afterwards, and that old lady told me that I was verbatim fucking terrible... <laughs> That's hilarious. And she's handing me the lighter, and she's like, "Oh, you were the comedian. Like, sounded so sweet." And I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah, you were fucking terrible." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, dang, Watch your mouth, old lady. Like, why are you talking like that? I would, I would have been like, "Yeah, I bet you're great at your job, huh?" Dude, I took her lighter and just threw it out in the yard yeah. of the patio or whatever. That's and why I left and went to uh, campus pub. You. Yeah. And that guy comes up and he's like, hey, my man, did you say the N-word during your set? Yeah, how scary was that? And I was, I was, I was like, absolutely not. And he's like, and the thing is, his friends, he looks back and he's like, I told you I didn't say that. We don't believe him. We know he said it. And I'm just like, so I, now, <laughs> luckily, I record all my sets. Oh, my God. So now I have to relive my nightmare with them. You like, played the whole. You played the whole thirty-minute thing for him. I just kept. I was like, look, I didn't. I know I didn't say here, 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 and like you would just hear, no laughs and just a loud-ass crowd the whole time, and they're oh. like, ah, uh, I don't know. I thought you did. I like, thought what? you. I thought you said it. God, what a nightmare! And they're all like, yeah. So <laughs> like, I have to relive my nightmare immediately after it happened. Man, more, you, you're you're dignity, though. Hey, more or less scary than that time we almost got killed at that gas station in Memphis. Oh, uh, dude, that was crazy. Can we tell that story? Oh, we, we talked yeah, about it yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. Yeah. I was. Did I drive? No, no. Wait, what? Wait, who drove? Oh, I drove. You drove. We were going to the gas station. Uh, Matt came out the store like, dude, let's go. Babs and and I were leaving that day. We were were at Beale Street Music Festival in Memphis. uh, In May of like 2018. And uh, fucking from start to finish. Like, Babs and I were leaving because it was Sunday. We weren't going to the festival that day. So we were driving back. So I, like, had to get gas and then, like, a few other. Like, Jess needed cigarettes, but, like, a very specific yeah, type of yeah, cigarette. We had to, keep we had to go, like, gas station number one, gas station number two. And, like, they were all kind of sketchy. They just kept getting worse. Yeah. Everyone goes, like, oh, 15 people was the last one, Oh, no. The last one. Dude, honestly, and this may be racist, but it was one of those times where, like, I'm so glad Xavier was with me. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm. Matt runs in to get Jess's cigarette, so Xavier and I are sitting there. Dude, it, yeah, right? That probably should have been. I can at least lock yeah. the door. I didn't go inside. I had, like, khakis and a polo on. I'm like, fuck! I look yeah, so dude. out of place. I'm dude. in the car like, bro, come on, let's go. We're sitting there, dude, and, like, I could feel tension inside from just sitting in the car. They broke that door, too. You walked out. Like, the owner started, like, locking the door, right, trying to get people out. That's, Memphis is super There was, like, five or six, like, teenage kids that walked in. And, like, started shit with, like, the cashier, right? Yeah. Just start like, a verbal like, argument. Dude, and they pumped me out so bad. <laughs> yeah, because that joke is, like, he's walking back, and I'm like, don't look at him, don't look at him, don't look at him. And then, like, somehow I look at him, and he goes, the fuck you looking at? And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> nothing, 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 bye. 
And I was like, but in my head, I was like, I have black friends. You don't hurt me. Uh, yeah, dude. And like, you got in the car. I remember, dude, you got in the car. You like slammed the car to shut. You're like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. And I already had the car in reverse because, like I said, I didn't know this song so was. Like, you, you scurried in the car, and I was do like, you, yep, we're out of here. And I like, broke the door on the way out. Do you remember uh, sitting on the porch of the Airbnb in Memphis? And we're in that, <laughs> we're in that cul-de-sac, and we just hear, like, bow, 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 bow. And then we see that dude like run through the cul-de-sac between the houses, yeah, we're and we're like, all oh, drunk oh, like, yo, dude, I remember Memphis. that crackhead. <laughs> I remember that crackhead walking down the street at like 10 a.m. just like talking, like just yelling at, the, literally walking down the middle of the street, like Hell two yeah. sidewalks on each side, and he's just like, I don't even know what he's he's like cussing himself out or something out, dude. It was Memphis is a fun city. All right, literally on the way here, all right, yeah. remember the night I left and I was like, there's some sketchy character outside, uh, like, yeah. you turn on here he's at like the church and he just, yes, yeah. same dude, lives right up here. same dude, but he's just out there, like, chilling by this pole and he's just talking, I'm like, is it schizophrenic or is that Bluetooth? I think I it's Bluetooth. Really tell. I think it's Bluetooth. But he's out there just like, I'm like, uh, that's a neighborhood security guard. What'd you guard. say, Nacho? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call you back. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck he's talking to. Yeah, dude. He's out there, talking He's there just like on the corner, like, all right. What do we have for time, dude? 57. 57. Not man. bad. That's not pretty bad. solid. That's pretty solid. I do have a few other things. Easy you got uh, any place to be? To- no, we're all no, we're all quarantined, right? Yeah. yeah, we can go another couple hours. Man. You're still working, though. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ad- 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 mm-hmm. no, we're, uh, yeah. All right, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. No, no. Are you working from home? No. What do you do for work? What, can you talk about that? You don't know what yeah, I said. Yeah, where do you work? Case Oh, yeah, I had that in the description, too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's so, going to find out. Uh, I do, like, substance abuse screenings for patients who come in for, like, behavioral health, counseling, med management, substance things like abuse. that. Yeah, and then I help them get on our sliding fee scale. I also help people sign up for uh, health insurance or uh, nice. uh, affordable health care. People call it Obamacare, which they might be getting rid of. Obamacare. Hey, this is not a political podcast, man. Jesus Christ. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we do talk What do you think Dude You know what I do think Is going to be fun I don't get this Taken off the air That's alright Dude I think there's Going to be some Good bits coming out From comics Once this whole Biden Trump debate Start going down I think oh, there's Going to be no. so much Material coming oh, out Of no. this shit It's going to be nuts Dude we're, we're watching Comedians uh, usually Have a heyday With election years anyway. We're, wa- yeah. we're watching some, some weird times Right now Biden. One of the funniest things was uh, the Rogan podcast. Uh, they call it like the Doomsday podcast. It was during the uh, yeah. they were like, we're about to die, and they're all like, like Bill Burr's going off on everybody. That dude has the most epic rant. The He's one. probably my favorite. Bill Burr, probably. Yeah. Xavier and I were supposed to go see him at the Ryman like earlier the, in the April. The 13th, yeah. So, you are too? We're supposed to go on the 14th. Oh, shit, yeah. It's, it's postponed. They haven't canceled it, so that's good. But I've heard a lot of guys say they're not going to be doing comedy shows till like 2021. Like, I've heard guys on their podcast say, like, their agents have talked to them and say, no like, that's way a possibility. That Rogan Chappelle show will happen. Rogan show. Yeah. They rescheduled it for September. It. There's no way yeah. they're going to allow that many. I think he was actually talking, uh, Delia was on after a special a couple weeks ago. I think they were Bonner's talking about like, Bonner's not happening. Bonner's not happening for sure. The line was just too good to be true to be, like, the headlines were just too good to be true, man. Dude, did you see the weather this 
in Memphis all weekend. Mm-mm. The most perfect weather ever. Because normally it floods during the festival. Oh, damn. Two. But this year, the most perfect. It's like 80 every day. Sunny. Dude, when they turn on the hedging clutter, they just broke reality, dude. Yeah. Snapped. Um, do you want to tell your story now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're like listening to your bedtime stories. I was like, man, like, did our research, bro. We did our homework. Yeah, like, I, I, I liked them a lot. Um, dude, they're so funny. <laughs> I was like, man, that's some crazy stories. Most of them are pretty, like, I mean, they're they're funny. And I just started talking to Brian. I was like, man, I'm gonna share a story that you probably haven't heard. It was... All right, so back in the day, I was working with uh, a buddy, Stephen Matcherson, and his dad doing construction, but basically we were, like, they renovated houses. We'd, like, tear the houses apart, and then they'd send a team in afterwards, afterwards to, like, rebuild. And um, this is probably, like, the first, like, month. is um, myself, Stephen's dad, Stephen, and Jared out there working. And Stephen's dad's like, all right, I'm, well, actually, no, no, I'm sorry. There was uh, this kid they called Lunchbox. This is his nickname. I can't remember why. Uh, Stephen's dad's like, hey, like, Look after Lunchbox. He's out there with cutting like logs or whatever, cutting down trees or whatever. So look after him, make sure he's doing everything all right. And then, and then Stephen and Jared are like, I'm inside the house doing something. Like, We're gonna leave. Go get some food. Um, tell me the same thing that his dad did. Like, make sure he's out here doing all right. Just checking on whatever. I'm in the house doing my own thing. Just mind my business. And my mom, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go out there and just see how he's doing. So I step out on the front porch and I'm watching his kid chainsaw this. Cutting these logs, and then he's just, and then all of a sudden, chainsaw just slips. And I watch a chainsaw cut through this dude's foot down the middle. Like, I watch a chainsaw cut this dude's foot in half. And he just starts screaming, and he's running, dude. Just like, oh my god, I'm like, dude, stop running, sit down. Don't look at your foot. He's like freaking the fuck foot. out. Of course he should be. Being a part of it. Even that foot over the, there. There's more blood than I've ever seen in real life. And it just keeps coming out. And I'm like, dude, I pull out my phone. Call out one. Like, here you go. Dude, give me your shirt. I take the shirt off. And I like tourniquet his foot. I'm like, dude, there's so much blood coming. I'm like, dude, this dude's going to die. I'm like, tell him our address. I like, tell him what the address is. I run inside. I get like three trash bags. The giant ones. I started tying his leg off, dude, as tight as possible. This dude is freaking out. I'm freaking out, but he's definitely... Save this dude's life. I, dude, I did. And the ambulance comes really, really quick, and then Steven pulls up, and Jared pulls up, and they're just like, what happened? I'm like, dude, chainsaw cut his foot in half. And for some reason, Jared is, like, laughing about this shit. And I'm like, dude, this is not funny. This dude gets taken to the hospital... He gets stitched up, has to have surgery, has to learn to rewalk again, and... Wait, his foot? He, they put his foot back? Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, cut in half, like, down the middle, like, in between toes. Oh! Not in half, like, toes off. I guess you... Yeah. I thought you meant, like, yeah, so vertical, not horizontal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything's still attached. Portrait, not landscape. Down the Portrait, tracks. not landscape. <laughs> yeah, dude. And now I'm scared of chainsaws. Even more than I do before. Chainsaws. Dude, I've come bro. so close to doing that exact thing. Dude, I don't like chainsaws. Nope. Dude, after your episode about fucking that whole airplane shit, I don't want to fly anymore. Yeah, you I'll still fly. I'm scared, though. I've been on plane. I've never had a, a close call. I've been on plane probably over 30 times. Really? I used to fly a lot. I've had some crazy turbulence, but nothing where like. 
No emergency. Well, your source of nightmare. <laughs> literally, like, oh, all it right. just kept getting worse. For like from start to finish, from that dude being drunk, or he was either yeah, drunk or on drugs. Yeah, what the fuck is going on there? How do they let somebody that fucked up? I can't believe the pilot was like, "All right, let's do this. I got this by myself." Yeah, the copa. Like, why did he not? How say far did you have to fly? Like, from Vegas. This was coming back from Vegas. So Vegas National. So like Vegas, three hours. This was, no, this was Vegas to. Chicago? Uh, no, this was from Charlotte to. This was, cause I had to go from Vegas okay. to, to, sh- uh, to North Carolina to. Yeah, you fly really over Nashville. Yeah, right. I hate that. What the fuck are we doing? I did that from Orlando one time. They flew yeah. me from Orlando to North Carolina to Nashville. Yeah. I did Miami to California one time. Nashville, Miami, California. Yeah, it was not my favorite. Especially like Atlanta. It's not even that long of a flight. I don't understand why they can't do those routes. Like, why can't a flight from Vegas land in Nashville if it's going over Nashville? Cause all, it, I think it's all like algorithms on like who travel, who travels to what cities and how frequently. And I think it's to do with uh, traffic. traffic. Yeah, it's, I think it's all just supply and demand. Yeah. I bet Vegas and Nashville is a high traffic. I do oh, very much so. Hey, somebody who gets paid a lot more money than I do makes those decisions, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. A lot more people... Actually, probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not, yeah. A lot of people do, like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, to Vegas or California quite a bit, and it's always to Chicago O'Hara, and then yeah. there, for some reason. Because yeah. Chicago's, Chicago's like a hub. Yeah. It's a I mean, major hub. talk about Denver's airport. Uh, I, I know about this. Oh, I'm at the conspiracy of your mind, bro. What the hell is going on Dude, there? I've seen pictures. I've actually been there. Paintings? But you, uh, inside the airport, there's these paintings. And it looks, it's like, almost like a Nazi with like a gas mask on. Okay. Starting at the beginning of this with like a scythe or something. Or I don't know, it looks really weird. And then there's like, this like swirl. It's all these like kids and like moms like holding their kids looking scared. And it swirls into like. I don't know. It's a really disturbing, strange picture. If you haven't seen it, DJ, can you look this up? Oh wait, no, DJ's on this. Dude, that guy's fired. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird looking. There's like multiple ones, and then outside the airport, there's like this demonic looking blue horse with red eyes. With it just looks like something out of um, where Voldemort lives at or something. I can't really describe like. It's yeah. what? Blue horse with like glowing red eyes. And then overhead of the airport, the airport is in the shape of a swastika. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Last uh, time I seen it, it was. was like all those like tent looking things. Let me like. And I know, I do creator, So the create, because apparently there's a whole like satanic new world order yeah. thing going on with it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the, uh, the guy. Don't worry, DJ, I'll Google the own image. Sorry, continue. So bring up the Denver airport. No, I've already got to pull that up. Don't worry. The guy that created the horse uh, died creating it because it fell on him. Oh, shit. It's the weirdest story behind that airport. So don't fly to Denver is what I'm hearing? Oh, wait. Also, another uh, interesting thing is they originally started building the airport and it was a really big space, and for some reason, they don't really know why, they were just like, yeah. no, we're not building, yeah, we're not building oh, the wow. airport from this, let's just build on top of this. So there's a giant underground space, a building underneath yeah. the actual airport, and no one's allowed to go under there. 
at all. It's not used for anything that we know of, but it's... It's secret military shit. Yeah, and I, I think I heard something about if there's, like, a nuke that goes off anywhere else in the United States, that's the highest point as far as a major city, so that's be, like, a safe space for whatever. The elites or whoever has money to, like, hide out in this fancy bomb shelter that might exist, but... Like the nuke goes off. I hope it's just like fucking blocked it down, so down the street from me. You see, kind of <clears> looks <throat> like a swastika. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like closer than it is further away. Right? Yeah, really like, shitty PR it's weird. I don't know, man. I'm into some conspiracies. Yeah, there's a horde. Look. Damn, what Creepy, the fuck, dude? dude? You, you seen that thing? thing? Hey, good job, DJ. Like, we'll keep you. Uh, <laughs> like what team is that? The Demon Horses of Denver? Like, oh, is it a Broncos thing? Because yeah, yeah, okay. like so it looks Bronco. fucking crazy at night. Yeah, like, I mean, blue, yeah, but that's like their logo. Dude, bring up the painting or like the murals that are inside there. You would think that's with a, a, with a yeah, statue like that, they'd win every single game. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like kids are walking through. The yeah, table. that's kind of weird. Probably like, what? Yeah. What? Wait, wait, yeah. Wait till you see this, bro. Atlanta, Atlanta's airport's like a whole, like, civil rights museum. Is it? Like, the whole thing, dude. Like, it just exhibits for... Yeah, 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 no. But see, that that makes... If that was in, like, a random... If that wasn't in Denver, like, because of the football team, I think it'd be way creepier. Like, if that was in, like, Buffalo... Yeah. Paintings are definitely weird. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's Denver, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's Denver. It's just a bunch of potheads, the dude. most boring airport is probably Miami. Dude, this is strange. No. This is a good picture. Not true at all. You said boring? Yeah. I was in Miami airport and like it, it was wasn't amazing boring. like you yeah. imagine. Like, no, it's just Nashville's is the most boring ever. Yeah. I think it's growing. I think they're trying to add some stuff. Yeah, Dude, that's weird. I'm Nashville's carpet, airport carpet has more followers <laughs> than any of us combined. That's <laughs> <laughs> serious. Jeez. DNA carpet. Dude, like, on um, Look it up. they have an Instagram page. Thousand followers. We've got 250 on our Instagram for the podcast. Oh, well, it doesn't have more than that, but so, yeah. our individual one. So. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, dude, actually, uh, speaking of 215 followers, there you go, but yeah. nobody gives a shit, DJ. Maybe you get more after being famous on this podcast. Is we'll that see. gonna, is this gonna be like a Theme that you guys just shit on DJ during the podcast. Honestly, I feel like everybody does on the. That'd be nice. Everybody should talk about before the podcast. We're that I would be behind the wall and just run the computer. But <laughs> since Brian's decided to open his fucking no, mouth, no, he's not mic'd up, so they can't pick this up right now. Um, no, we, we should no, give you a mic, DJ. That'd we're gonna do like a co-host thing because Sam felt like he's getting cut out last night. Yeah, Sam was a big fucking deal. It was funny. Because yeah. Sam apparently had the original idea of having a podcast because yeah. that's never been brought up before. Wait, nobody else has had a podcast before this? That's what we no, said. What like, the fuck if I just Sam, Sam Brazil had an idea for a podcast before Joe Rogan did. And we just, before on the web yesterday, decided to get together and run an hour and just spitball, so. yeah. And so um, Sam made a big deal about it. It was funny. But uh, I do want to talk about your badass tattoos, too, dude. What's this what? whole sleeve thing about? It what do you got going on? badass mistake. What? <laughs> Were you drunk when you so got it? Yes. On your arm? Dude, well, when you decided to get it. Were you drunk then? Yes. Let's all see. All right, let me see the whole night. thing, though. Let me see the whole thing. There's no video in here, so nobody can see. Damn, bro. Shit, dog. Like you have a tattoo and you have tattoos, you have a tattoo. Everybody needs that one blackout tattoo. What tribe are you from, bro? Uh, They drank too much that night, tribe. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm in a big tribe. Uh, big tribe. I'm at 
dirty gems. And oh god. Yeah, so already going yeah. great. Right across the street. Yeah. Nope. That we don't even go there. This guy comes in and he is an ex felon. He just got out of jail. He's Good. trying to get work. Yeah. And he's a tattoo artist. That's so, who you should let tattoo yeah, for sure. So I'm like, oh man, I'll give this dude some money. You know, give him some work. You You're know, a good so, Samaritan. So I'm like, what can uh I was like, what can like fifty dollars get me? And apparently fifty dollars got me it's this sweet ass half sleeve. Hell yeah, dog. In his house, like his townhouse, like do you know where where was it? I don't even know where it was. Like some the center point townhouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just left Dirty Jim's, went to the townhouse, and did it like out of his kitchen. Your parents that's are probably thug, dude, That's thugging, bro. Yeah, like I probably have Hep C or whatever from your yeah. Oh yeah, tetanus. Been a minute though. Sure. You'd know by now, right? Yeah. What's the one on your wrist? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a B or a heart on your wrist? It's both. It's P three. Oh. Be patient. Be faithful. Be kind. Oh. Yeah. Do you, you use that in your comedy? No, but I use it in my daily life. When no, he's not a savage. When you're not making when fun of everybody, fucking yeah. shitting on people. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think that's that's what makes it's it a good. Reminder, they're gonna look at me like, all right, it's something that I need. Be nice. Be nice. Yeah. And somebody heckles you, you can just yeah, be patient. Yeah. Be kind. <laughs> I so didn't hard, fuck though. your mom last night, guy. You know, yeah. type deal. But uh, be faithful. Very good. Um. Okay. Fuck this tattoo. We can fuck it. No, dude. It looks badass, bro. People you ever got to a professional and had it touched up? Like no. cleaned up? Or covered up? <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying. Dude, you should just get a giant pirate ship and just cover it all. Or you could or just you get go a get... giant fucking dick. Cover it up. Here yeah. and do a full sleeve. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. His shoulder. Hangover shoulder style or whatever. Dick. Was that the hangover? Oh, oh no, moving 43. Legion on the jawline. Because um, he goes hard. And then get always funny tattooed under my eyes. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah, always. bro. I want to get fear of God on my eyelids like little Weezy. There you go. Yeah, dude. That's the street cred I need, bro. Because uh, I don't have any tattoos. Like See, Brian's doing the podcast for a clout chase. Yeah, I feel like if I got... I feel like I if I... Yeah, oh, hell yeah, dude. As long as I get this fucking money, dog, bring that shit. Um, and then as you get money, you just cancel the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I, I don't want to lose creative control. True. I can't be bought out by corporations. Right. I'll go on a whole rant there. I'll do a fucking 14-hour-long podcast where I just rant about the system. That's great. Um, and I'm not taking Dude, it. Do you think we can get Alex Jones on here? I don't even know who that is, but sure. Oh, no. Yeah. We got Wait, Charles. You can't Alex podcast Jones. if you don't know who Alex Jones All right. He has two of the most epic podcasts with Joe Rogan I've ever seen. Okay. The stuff that comes out of this man's mouth is, I don't psychotic know, like, gold. it's insanity. Is he I funny? I saw something. Something has to be real, but my thing must have been fake because it is like some science fiction. No, nah, man, I think King he's Avatar the most woke craziness. person in the world, but he's so woke, it's crazy sounding. He'll go from like sounding completely crazy, just like completely. He logical. just can't stay on. It's one of like Jerogan's good friends, but he gets on the podcast, he just goes off. Yeah. Have you ever seen him on Infowars? Like, have to like the stuff that put he's up with. Bringing him on. One thing he, one thing he did say. Yeah, if you're too crazy for Rogan, you're probably too crazy. One thing he did say. Yeah, his was like. Oh, his show got banned. Well, when he did the Sandy Hook thing, he got in a lot of trouble. Oh yes, <laughs> I he, okay. he retracted all. Actually, that. it's funny. I was actually listening to Theo Vaughn's podcast today. He had Joey Diaz on there, and Joey. they talked about it. Yeah, dude, they talked because um. 
They actually were kind of talking about what we were talking about earlier, where it was just like totally just like in bad taste, like bad timing, and like Ar Shafir with the Kobe joke. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. That, that's, dude, Lame. yeah. Dude. I don't like, like, like it's and it was daughter, right dude. after, so I was like, just like Connor was in the yeah. helicopter dude, like too soon. It just kept getting worse after he opened his mouth. Dude, like, oh, and the oh, thing man. is like if you're if he was filming his special like three months after and did a bit about it and then it came out like a few months after that. It probably would have been nah. snow. No, dude, literally, literally, it different. literally, I think I think it I would have gotten at least like a pretty good like. Dude, oh. I love Kobe, but I thought that shit was hilarious off the rip. I dude, was like, I think that's so fucking and, and all the people in the, in the helicopter also like. You make a joke about that. It's like, man, like, I don't know. I feel like, like having a kid involved is like. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, gotta give it time, time, man. Tragedy well, plus time equals comedy. Like, you gotta give us some time, man. That's why, dude, like, you can make a Holocaust joke now, and nobody's gonna be like, oh, man, oh, that's... Too uh, soon. Yeah, dude, like, you know, it's just... And it's... Uh, that, that's fucking horrible, you know what I mean? Like, what a horrible I mean, I event, like... I think you can make a Holocaust. You can. No. Uh, I think you only do one if you're Jewish. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> you definitely... Some guys, you'll still hear it every now and again. Yeah. Again, it's gotta be creative. You're Anthony Jesse Langton. But, um... Dude, have you yeah. listened to uh, is it Taylor Taylor Tomlinson's new stand up? Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I like her. Dude, she's fucking great. Right. And she's like twenty five, dude. Yeah. She, to have a Netflix special by twenty five. Bright future in comedy. She's she's great. Her and Sam Morel are dating. Damn. Sam Morel's. If you want to look his, it's free on yeah. YouTube. Oh really? And it's hilarious. Dude, do you like Andrew Schultz? I love. He is the funniest. I love Andrew Schultz. Oh yeah, I was gonna. Did I already ask you about your influences? Who are some guys that like? Uh, who are your favorites? Like, who who are the guys that made you want to start doing? Dude, one the first person would be John Linguizamo's freak from before two thousand. I was doing stand up. He did stand up. I've never seen that. It's he's got this New York Mets jersey on, and I just remember it's the first time I ever saw somebody turn like trauma into comedy. Yeah. The trauma of his family and like an abusive dad and making it funny. I'm just like, oh, that's phenomenal. Like he just took something that was terrible and brought it to stage and somehow made it hilarious. It's almost yeah. like his own therapy. Brought light to it, yeah. So that's the first stand up I remember watching. I'm not gonna say Carlin or Bruce or Dude, I love Carlin. But yeah, what, what was weird great, about but, like, Carlin is like influenced me I didn't watch him at all until Oh I see I thought his shit was so Especially the weird thing about Carlin is like as he got older, it got more thought out, more kind of like conspiracy theorist, like all right, this guy's definitely in left field type deal. But I love that like he would rant and rant and rant and rant and rant for ten minutes and then like boom, slap you with a punchline. And it's like damn. Like he'd almost have to wait and pause for the audience to like catch up to what he's saying. Yeah. And he was, he, I mean, he was somebody like, towards the end, he was making way more points than he was. It's more like a TED Talk. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. And a stand up. Like, yeah. He made you think, like, a lot of it was funny, but most of it was just very enlightening. Yeah. I'll say. He so, brought an interesting perspective. Yeah. But as far as, like, a strictly, like, comedic stance, it would probably be Chappelle, Killing Him Softly was, like, the first yeah. stand up that, like, I would just 
Plots on rerun. Then after a while, really didn't watch comedy, but then I remember watching uh, Elephant in the Room. Oh my God! Rest in peace. The most underrated special, if not the best special out. Yeah. Um, which Bill Burr? The black and white Bill Burr one. Let it go. No, I think it's, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, that might be the one, because he does something different in every single stand that he does. Like, he's gonna be more metaphorical in this one. He's a metaphor like he. That's how he plans his whole special out. Yeah, this one was him being more physical and telling more jokes that he had to act out. And there's a joke in there about this guy jumping to his death from a helicopter, and just the way he acts it out is phenomenal. <laughs> like both sides of him. Of the person flying the helicopter and the person killing themselves. That's so hard and, like, to do. Runs through the scene twice, but from each person's perspective. Yeah. And then, other than that, uh, Tom Segura. Is he your favorite, like, right now, Segura? Um. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Now it's just like a lot. Like, I don't What'd you think of Ball Hog? Huh? What'd you think of Ball Hog? I liked it. I didn't think it was. It was. Yeah. It was uh, Same. Like I enjoyed it. Dude, his his bit about dude sixty nine on top, mm-hmm. and then he's like picture a fat old disgusting man. Yeah. Dude, I lost my shit, dude. dude I, I heard. I watched him in the run when he told that joke, and I was like, I gotta get rid of my one night stand story now. Ah. Uh, killed my sixty nine joke. Dude, you know, isn't that the worst? Way better than anything. When you have a good concept for a joke, and then yeah, some famous comedian like sixty nine on top, I was like, it's so clever. Yeah. It's so funny. That's What's the thing is you can have a bunch of clever setups. Yeah. You know, but then it's like even if you use a different punchline, people are gonna be like, "Oh, Bert Kreischer said that on stage." Like, yeah. you know, oh fuck. So. Uh, Tom Segura probably has my favorite joke. Uh, Facts. Oh, mm, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kiss scares, scares, scares straight. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna your motherfucking face. Dude. I hate breaks. Yeah, Fantastic. Did you watch uh, Chappelle's thing on Netflix where he gets like the Mark Twain Award? Yeah, I love that. That Honestly, that's what kind of is, we were talking about, that's what kind of like inspired me to do this. Because I was thinking like, that's honestly kind of inspired me to get back into doing like open mics and shit. And then the coronavirus shit hit and I was like, well, fuck. This is time to to write and think about stuff. Joe Rogan is what got me into podcasting. He just fucking bullshits with whoever He's the very first podcast It's just interesting. Yeah, he's the first one I listened to. I listen to. I feel like I'm more educated from that than I am. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Listening to him got I mean, me like into watching, watching more documentaries. Listening to the one with him and Kid Cudi first, because I was like, I'm a big Kid Cudi fan. I like Joe Rogan stand up and like, I'm like, I'll check it out. And like, one with Kid Cudi, I think it was like episode, it's like 500 or something, 600, and then I was addicted after that. <coughs> Every many, night. I was how many podcasts do you think reference Joe Rogan in their podcast? All of them. Because he's like well, the only podcast thousands, out thousands. there, probably like a fraction, like a small percentage. No, 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 no I say thousands, dude. Like he is the most, yeah, the most popular podcast well, yeah, the gold out standard. there. Last house on the left, last pod on the left, S Town. Have y'all listened to S Town? Uh huh. We could just make this the podcast about podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Inception. We have, Inception. We have no, uh, many sods. People ask me what the theme is, I always say there's no theme. I don't really want a thing yeah, I want to keep it open you know Yeah. I want to be able to talk about whatever is going on and whatever you know whatever our guests want to talk about and, and shit like that you know 
Yeah, I mean, Joe I Rogan has the best model for a podcast. Like, yeah, he, like, he has his setup, and that's part of his podcast. It's it him and on video and shit, but then he always brings somebody in that's always something different every week. Or they come back often, and it's just more in-depth of what they normally talk about. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're going to hopefully do on this show. I really love it. But there's no, like, yeah, structure. It's fun, it's fun yeah. setup. It's chill. It's yeah. easy to talk. Well, it's a state of the art, you know. We had uh, yeah, this is a one point two million dollars. Shout out, shout out to Apple and Bose uh, for the setup. They came in. We got. uh, I can't say that actually. I don't think so. Can I make fake sponsorship? No, that's gonna have to get cut. No, yeah, shit. Edit that out. No, this is not a state of the art facility. No, you were just giving a shout out. You said they were sponsors. Oh yeah, true. Great products. If you want to sponsor their podcast, dude. Yeah, you know, in that case, shout out Samsung. Send me an email. Coming down for years. There you go. Um, but no, dude. All right. So one last thing that I want to get you out of here because I heard a funny thing the other day. It was our friend's birthday the other day. Ashley's. Can I say her last name? I'm not gonna say her last name. All right. Yeah. A- AG and AG. And so I called her. Around to... with ferret. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I called her to wish her a happy birthday. And it was right after I think I talked to you about doing the podcast. Maybe like the day after. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm having this uh, this comedian from Murfreesboro, you know, come on the podcast, and it's going to be exciting. His name's Matt Taylor. You should check it out. Just fucking around with her. And she said that you called her on her birthday and did like 30 seconds of like build up, build up, build up, and then was like, okay, well, you're hideous, bye, and then like hung up the phone. Oh, no, I didn't even call her. It's texture. <laughs> <laughs> what was your text? No, it was a solid text, and then I just fucking rushed it. I don't like giving people, like, I don't like saying nice things. <coughs> Can't give people's heads too big. It said, happy birthday, SLA, which was like a toots joke. It said, you're one of my favorite peoples, and I'm honored to call you my friend. God don't make many like you. One of the most genuine, best people I know. Enjoy your day. Also, you're hideous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a build-up Dude, sure. what a great way to wake oh. up uh, on your birthday. So. See, I didn't even know it was her birthday when I took them shots of red hot chili peppers. Yeah, I just hadn't yeah, fucked around the yeah, balls deep in a while. So I was time just like, yeah. yeah, it's time balls to start the party. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't um, even hate red hot chili peppers. I just don't like their lyrics. You're wrong about great that. You're wrong about that. Yeah, you're wrong about what you don't like. But, uh, no, that's, uh, you know, Matt's got shit he's got to do. We're going to wrap this shit up I mean, and I get really out of don't. here. They just want to kick me out. Yeah, dude, it's taking yeah. too many. Well, we're running out of studio time, dude. We get we got to pay by the hour, so we got to wrap this shit up. No, 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 we rent it from the landlord. She lives downstairs. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, check out Matt on Facebook. Do you, do you, actually, that was one thing I was going to ask you about. How come you don't post your bedtime story videos on your comedian Facebook page? Less Oh, I get more exposure from once I Fair fill enough. up and have like max friends, then I'll go back to that page. It's just kind of pointless to have one at this point. Well, follow Matt Facebook's on Facebook if you uh, yeah, you can send me a friend request. Yeah, follow him on Twitter and Instagram at short for Matthew. Yeah, spelled out short F O R Matthew. Matthew, yeah, <laughs> Matt, get it. <laughs> um, check out though. Uh, bedtime short stories with Matt Taylor every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook. Be looking for him in the Nashville comedy scene when all this shit uh, gets raised back up. And dude, we want to have you back on. We're gonna get uh, once we really get this up and running and actually have a title and intro and cover art and shit and legit. We want to have you back yeah, on. What we're doing? 
plug some of your shit you haven't worked on, dude. Yeah, so. I think we should have him as a recurring guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. You, you live down the street, you, uh, basically. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's uh, crazy how close this is and how yeah. far I thought it was. No, dude. <laughs> stop sliding on the Dude, if you, uh, if you have other comedy friends, too, that want to get on the podcast, especially now at the quarantine. Uh, dude, I'd love to have. attention you can give a comic. Though. Yeah, dude. I'd yeah. love to have Nick Bush on here, dude, and just any other, uh, like, Nashville comics that you know. That'd be awesome, dude. Cool. Or yeah. anybody interested that you think would be good, dude. Let us yeah. know, so. Big, awesome, dude. Big, Thank big. you for joining us. Uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off. This is live from uh, the fucking upstairs <laughs> new studio. Uh, still working on a studio name, too. We'll get there soon to our fucking millions and millions and millions of viewers and listeners out there. Thank you guys so much for the support and the love and the downloads. Like, subscribe, share this shit, but not with my parents, please. All right. Thank you, guys. See ya. <laughs>